0: Welcome to the Course Creators Circle podcast, where we talk all things course creation with your host, ideas strategist, and ThinkIfic approved expert, Linda Reed Enervar. The Course Creators Circle podcast is home to Linda's top tips, along with interviews with experts and course creators just like you. Get ready for practical tips you can implement in your course creation journey with your host, Linda Reed Enervar. Hi, everyone. Linda Reed Enver, and everyone. Welcome back to the Course Creator Circle podcast. Today, I am being joined by three of my favorite people when it comes to Thinkific. I'm being joined by Kyrie and Aaron from the Thinkific team and Mary, one of my fellow Thinkific experts. Today, we're actually going to look at their favorite apps, what are their favorite features in Thinkific, and they've got some tips and tricks for you to help you along the way in your course creation journey. So, let's dive into today's podcast. Okay, this question comes directly from the Course Creator Circle community, and that is, what is your favourite Thinkific feature, and how do you think it makes an impact to course creators, not just only for their own creation experience, but for the learning experience for their students?
1: As a community manager, I may be biased, but my favourite Thinkific feature is the communities feature. And that's because it makes a huge impact for course creators to be able to connect with their students along the way as they're learning. And it really allows students to connect with one another. It creates a more experiential learning experience for the students. And it allows course creators to glean into insights of what their students are having questions about, what they're thinking, where they get stuck, what they're enjoying. So communities are a huge, huge asset and a really, really great feature of Thinkific.
2: Okay, first off, my favorite features in Thinkific are still anything that's available on the free plan. I don't want to say that you have to go to the you know the maximum pricing plan for Thinkific or anything like that right off the bat because that's not how it has to be. If you're just getting started, jump onto the free plan because you get a full course that you can sell right off the bat. You can use it for a community space now as well. So it really does give you an incredible amount of runway to get started with. Now, for specific features on the free plan, the multimedia lesson is probably my favorite and most used because I love to add really interactive things into my course. For example, you can bring a Typeform survey fully into your course experience. What the multimedia lesson does is it allows you to embed content from other sources. So if you're using Articulate or something like that, that's what you'd want to use it for. But I use it specifically for Typeform the most, where we have an entrance survey and an exit survey, which allows me to compare how students did from the beginning of the course to the end of the course, and also grab some feedback and potentially testimonials as well. I do also wanna shout out our App Store, which has some incredible and really innovative apps that you can start adding to your course website. Some of them are free, some of them are paid apps, third-party apps created by other people than Thinkific. But the two that I wanted to shout out was Hoist. I'm gonna explain something really exciting for you here today. What I do is at the end of all of my courses, I create a multimedia lesson, I embed a type form in it, and then I ask a magical question. It's called the net promoter score question or the NPS question. And essentially what it does is it says, hey, what is the likeliness of you actually referring this course to other people out of 10? And if they give me a nine or a 10, I'm going to set some logic within Typeform at the end of the survey to say, hey, thank you so much for loving this. If you wanted to share your experience with other people who might be thinking about taking this course, we would love to show them your opinions. And I send them over to an app in it called Hoist. Now, what Hoist will do is it hosts a kind of landing page on your Thinkific website where you can ask your students to record a video testimonial. So I have automated the process of testimonial outreach in that way. And we've gotten some incredible videos from students who have just completed the course, and they're coming off that high of completing the course and really loving it, and it shows in these videos. So that's the one that I'm really, really excited about. We also use Wobo, which is a workbook app, which you can embed workbooks, fillable workbooks. People can type out their answers right inside of Thinkific. So I would go check out the app store as well. But overall, the free plan features are definitely hands down my favorite. And I think they've done the most in the world in terms of real impact out there. So let me know what yours are. I would love to know you can always connect with us and let us know.
3: My favorite Thinkific feature is the multimedia lesson because it allows you to create HTML5 interactive content using third-party tools like Genially or Storyline to add more interactivity, engagement, and fun to your courses.
0: Course creators all love and app that makes their life easier so as a Thinkific team member I thought it would be very important that we ask you what is your favorite app from the app store and how have you best seen that app used in the learning experience either for course creators or for students to make their lives easier
1: oh it's so hard to pick just one there's so many great apps in the app store like The power-up suite is amazing by Rob. There's Wovo, which is really, really cool to empower note-taking and allow students to like work through digital workbooks. But I think my favorite would probably be Drop-In Blog, and that's because I'm also most familiar with it. I've used it on our Thinkific site Academy site as well. And it's just really cool because it allows you to just set up a really quick blog on your Thinkific site. It's helpful for creators to be able to share their knowledge with students And it's helpful for students because they have a resource where they can go to and digest all of the awesome information that their teachers are sharing. So that would be my number one.
2: Okay, so I kind of cheated on the last answer. I was already talking about apps. But realistically, I have used other apps in the training.thinkific.com website. And what we found is that Omnisearch is an incredible tool for students what it does is it indexes all of your content even the images even the video content and it turns it into this searchable word file in the background somewhere and basically what happens is if you're a student and you're searching in a keyword let's say i'm teaching code or something and i want to learn about php or javascript i can type that keyword in and it's going to take me to lessons that cover that topic but it's also going to point out where in the lesson even where in the video lesson that that keyword shows up so it's a really 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 cool way to upgrade your search bar in your think of it courses beyond that i'll also shout out active campaign I have used ActiveCampaign for approximately 4 years here at Thinkific and we absolutely loved it. We got it around the, you know, when we were getting a little bit startupy into being outside of the startup world, but what it does is it allows really scrappy entrepreneurs who need a lot of power behind their email marketing and their CRM services to get down and dirty with a lot of automation and do really, really interesting things with automation. So what I would recommend is if you are a small team and you're graduating out of, I would say like quote unquote, simpler email tools, even though a lot of beginner email tools are really good. Now I would say if you're graduating out of those and you're looking for a better CRM or email marketing service, check out active campaign. You can also check out Infusionsoft, both have apps for Thinkific, but you can do some really interesting things with those tools.
3: It's so hard to pick just one. So I'm going to say Play Yak from Rob Galvin's Super Power Ups because it allows the motivational messages, the quick tour of the courses. My clients find that it really improves the engagement with their learners. The other app, I know I'm only supposed to do one, but the other app is Wobo for creating more engaging and interactive workbooks for your courses that really allow the learners to do deep reflection and keep track of what they're learning in the course.
0: And it wouldn't be an episode of the Course Creator Circle podcast without a tip or two along the way. So we would love to hear your top tip for Course Creator Circle podcast listeners so that they can implement it in their course creation journey.
1: My biggest tip for course creators is that done is better than perfect. I recently had to do some filming for our Thriving Communities course and oh my gosh I totally feel for y'all I wanted it to be perfect and I would have spent hours and hours and hours on it had I not had a very strong deadline to film it in a day so with that I 100% encouraged done is better than perfect once it was out into the world it was fine people enjoyed it and there's always room to reiterate along the way So when you get your content out there, just listen to your customers, listen to your clients, listen to your students, and then you can change and perfect it as you go. But holding on to perfection and allowing that to stop you from moving forward is probably one of the least impactful things you can do as a course creator. So get your knowledge out there. People want to learn from you. People should be learning from you. And you have so much to share. You got this.
2: So I've talked a little bit about this before, probably ad nauseum if you've listened to me ever talk about course creation before, but my number one tip still is to validate everything as you're creating your first online course, or if you are even making a new online course, maybe you've made two or three other ones before. But validating everything is an important part of the process. I feel like so many course creators jump into the deep end on things and there's so much complexity and surface area to their business that it gets really overwhelming really, really fast and it kind of shuts you down from actually feeling passionate and getting your expertise out there and creating transformations at scale. So what I would recommend doing is taking baby steps, taking small steps. You can do them relatively fast. You'll get to that big end result that you're dreaming of. But take those initial first steps to validate certain things like For example, are people actually searching for your topic online? Are they buying things about your topic online? Would your audience buy a course from you? If you have a small email list, if you have an Instagram following, ask those questions. You want to get in touch with people and get their feedback on things. And then when you actually create the content, get feedback on that too. So run a beta version of your program. You can do it live. I've seen people basically teach through Zoom for the first little bit. Make sure that this content and the structure makes sense to your audience, get their feedback on it, and they will enrich your content creation process so dramatically. You'll come out of that process with an incredibly valuable premium online course that you can hike the price up to whatever you want to, essentially. So that is my huge tip for course creators out there. Make sure to validate every step of the way and then keep testing afterwards. Keep testing and experimenting. Try to get into A-B testing if you can. It's an advanced topic, but I recommend it if you are thinking about making some big decisions and you're not really quite sure which way to go. You want to be experimenting out there and just think about it like you're a scientist. I like to use the words empirical creativity. What you want to do is think up really creative solutions to things, but be a scientist about it. Check them out, test them, and then see the results and then make an informed decision from there. That's my number one tip for course creators.
3: My top tip for course creators is to plan your course, write an outline, determine what the assets are you need to create the course, and then realize that the first version is never going to be the last version and be okay with having to make updates and changes on a regular basis.
0: Wow, my head's exploding. I don't know about anyone else's. Thank you, Kari, Aaron, Mary, for those amazing tips that you have shared with us, your favourite apps, which is absolutely exciting, your top tips for course creation and also your favourite Thinkific features. I would like to suggest that everyone connects with Mary, Aaron, Kari. They've got amazing tips and tricks to share along the way with you. And until next time, happy course creating and I look forward to being part of your continuing course creation journey. Thank you for listening to the Course Creators Circle podcast. Don't forget to check out the full range of resources available for course creators at www.thecoursecreatorscircle.com.au.